0: Welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Krista. And we're your hosts, guides, and friends on this path. Almost 30 is not about your age, it's about the feeling. All of us are almost something, seeking community and resources to support the rumblings of transformation within us. Our conversations are deep dives,
1: shepherded by our insatiable curiosity and desire for connection, enduring inspiration, and a sense of levity that we can all benefit from. We're looking to find the
0: magic in the human experience. Buckle up, baby. Your evolution is waiting. Hello, hello, hello. welcome to almost thirty podcast
1: what's happening people? We're so glad you're here. Our community, thank you for being here for listening to the show for as long as you have and if you're new, grateful that you found almost thirty. This is a place where Krista and I bring our own learnings and curiosities. We interview our favorite Spiritual leaders, healers, experts in health and wellness, in the relationship realm, and so much more. We've learned a lot ourselves, so our intention is that you come here and just glean what you need to glean, have fun,
0: and connect with one another. And I've been beaming, I'm so excited to record this intro, for our new best friend, Melissa Wood Tepperberg. Freaking dude, we were You guys, you're in for such a treat. This is her favorite interview she's ever done. I am taking the words from her mouth. (laughs) But we just had so much fun and it was so beautiful to meet in New York. And just like after years, you know, we've been kind of in contact with her amazing team, Dylan, for a while. And we finally got to meet at the perfect time. It was on a Friday afternoon. We had been in Hudson Valley writing our book. So we were kind of like, Yeah, just like had been in the book portal, came back in the city. I was in my own moment and just got to meet at the perfect time and just fell in love with her. She's incredible and magnetic and kind and cool and interesting and very Sagittarius. I just, I love a Sag. And so you guys are a Leo. She's a Leo. mm -mm, She's a Sag. I don't know why I thought she was a Leo. I could see that, like a Leo rising. Maybe she's a Leo rising. Yeah, totally. If I'm wrong, you guys, just call the cops. Just call the cops, fire me, (laughs) get rid of me. But I think I'm pretty sure that would be embarrassing. And that would be such an astrology thing where you like think there's someone you're like, I love them for this. And then it's like, not even (laughs) what it is. (gasps) It's like, okay, like, but she's, yeah, just kind of the mover and groover part of her. So if you're from her community, we're so grateful you're here. It's just a joy and a pleasure, and you're going to really, really love this one. We talked about her journey building her brand. We talk about what inspires her. We talk about her journey with her body and finding food freedom, which I always love to get into. And we talked about you all, the community, the community that she supports and loves and how much she truly cares about each and every one of you, which is something that we very much feel. So it's good to relate on that because I think there's a lot of people in the space, obviously, that want to create or have a brand or have a podcast or have a business. And you don't always meet people that really care about who's on the receiving end. And so when you do find a kindred heart, it's so good. Yeah, we felt we felt that
1: love so much. She she gets emotional in this conversation about that. And I think, you know, I'm always just blown away and maybe I should stop being blown away. But when we meet people in person, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know if they're going to align with what you think they're going to be. And like she was that and more. And yeah. I was just like, man, oh, man, like this is also part of the recipe for success. You know, like I think that aligning who you are with how you show up and the work that you do, like it's all felt. So it all made sense to me. You know, I was like, this is truly part of the reason why you are successful because you really, truly walk your talk. And I just, I adored her. She just made us feel so loved and seen. Hopefully, we did the same for her. But this conversation is deep. It's, we have some really funny moments. She gets incredibly vulnerable. But I think you are going to love. Just hearing this side of Melissa Wood Tepperberg. I don't know if she's always, you know, kind of showing this side. I think she gives it in little
0: doses, but this is a really special one. Mm -hmm. And she has MelissaWoodHealth.com. She has MWH, which is a platform that helps to make mindful movement accessible and attainable for all. So they have workouts and meditations, nutrition and lifestyle. And then she has her amazing Instagram, Melissa Wood Health. She has her podcast. And she is a woman about the world. She is a mama. She is a wife. And she's someone that we just are now in love with. I've been loving the classes. So I Mm -hmm. do like at-home
1: classes quite a bit. And I adore the platform. It is sleek. It is thorough in the sense that like there's something for everyone. It is constantly being updated with new classes. I just... It's chef's kiss. It's not easy to do in the digital platform world of fitness. And she has done it. So
0: yeah, it's so nice now to do more gentle workouts that you can do at home. I think for so long, I was like, if I do it at home, it's not as effective. I'm not going to be getting as much out of it. But now it's not always about the most intense or being super sore or like just that cortisol spike that I think I used to chase before. It's just about having an effective workout that takes 20, 30 minutes, whatever, and getting it at home has felt really good. I was at a class in LA a few weeks ago, and I was like, my guides were like, you know, we got to, we don't want to do this anymore. They're like, it's just too much energy shared with people all the time. And it's just another space where you're going with a big group of people that you don't know with shared energy and I'm already around a lot of people all the time and it was like, can we just have workouts be just us? Mm-hmm. And there's also something I'm feeling claustrophobic in spaces like that, where they're really small and like dark and all these things. I'm I'm actually like feeling like I want to be outside. I want to be in the sun or I want to be in my living room where it's like nice and bright and just wanting to be in more natural light, you know, fresh air. Or in a space that feels really good and easy rather than, like, in these, like, boot camp workouts where it's, like, for seven years I've been preparing for war and I've been going to boot camp and, like, just, like, going after it.
1: I feel like I saw a tweet. Basically, the sentiment was, like, by the way we've been working out, like, Mm -hmm. are women going to fucking battle?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like. We're all jacked and ripped and we're all. Where is the civil war? Yeah. We, we, we need to be, all us women need to be recruited that have been on like the classes game for so long. Cause it is crazy the way that people, the way that we approach working out, especially when you travel and go to Europe or go all over the world, like not a lot of cultures really approach workouts in the same way that we do, where it's really like fitness as a culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously people are going to DM me and be like, well, what about Greece or like, what about whatever? And it's like, it's just different in the States (laughs) and we've really been working out.
1: Yeah, it, it, we've made it a part of like our right. I think there's a an addiction to doing hard things that we have that are like, if I do this, then I will experience this or feel this or achieve this. Yeah. And it's like, when it comes to working out, I think there's definitely times where you can challenge yourself a 100 million percent. I get it. I understand the science. But then there's also like the joy of being in a body and moving in that way and I I feel like with Melissa's platform there's that there is like just a fluidity and a softness and like a reverence for the body and the way that she and the other instructors teach class and the moves that they do it's just there's nothing that I feel that I'm like why are we
0: doing this it just all feels very intuitive and natural Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what it's about I mean I was driving from a workout to a hike with someone the other day and I was like, just kind of bringing conscious awareness to my day. I was like, okay, I did this. How does this feel? I'm going here. How does this feel? How do I feel in this moment? And the car is really good for that. And I was leaving, I was on this and I was like, does working out every morning feel like it's still needed in this version of me? Does it working out every morning still still feel like it's a routine that I'm just doing unconsciously now because it's habit? And does it feel like something I want to continue to do? And so I'm kind of thinking about that. I'm like, do I want to continue waking up every morning and not every morning, maybe four days a week, whatever, and working out right away? And I'm like, I don't really know. I don't know if, if that's feeling like the most alive thing, because now I'm really loving working in the morning. We're writing our mm-hmm. book. So I'm loving to write our book in the morning. It feels like mm-hmm. super easy to tap in. It's less distraction. I usually get up really early and it's quiet. And so now I'm like, hmm, do I want to not work out as much? Do I want to work out in the afternoon? Do I want to work out in the evening? What kind of flow do I want? But I think with all routines that we have, whether it's health and wellness or spiritual even, really just continuing to bring conscious awareness to it because then we're not really getting the benefit out of it if we're like sleeping our way through it, if we're just doing it because we feel like we have to, or we're just kind of feeling like we have to check a box off. Mm -hmm. It's not really giving us, you know, the full results and experience that we originally set the intention for when we started doing it yeah I completely agree I've been trying to switch it up a little bit because I felt
1: super off and stagnant and I think you know we have to be aware of that with our routines like when they kind of expire and then how we can inject a little bit of new or maybe just change the order of things I've also been doing work first thing in the morning and I'm like oh this is the shit I also realize how distracting the day energy is like meaning you know the nine to five or like because the city's buzzing the emails start flowing the text the slack the whatever and just you know i can do my due diligence to try and limit distraction but it's hard it's like you're kind of swept into this energy so if we can kind of work outside of that or right outside of that right now i think that's
0: like that's where i'm finding the most flow Yeah, the phone, Slack, email combination is pretty deadly. I think the text thing, I want to get a new phone. (laughs) I'm like, too many people have my number. Everyone needs to, we need to chill. But yeah, you guys are going to love it. We should just get into this episode with the amazing Melissa Wood Tepperberg. And if you love this and you know someone else that loves it, would love if you would share this with a friend. That's how we've grown the podcast from the beginning is by word of mouth, by all of y'all just loving what we do. And if you would like, you can subscribe to the pod either on Spotify or Apple podcasts. It just makes it really easy to have amazing new content that's going to support you in your journey in life on your phone every single week. We have 600 more episodes that you can dig into. We've been doing this for about seven years now. And then we also have Morning Microdose. So Morning Microdose is our second podcast. It is a daily dose of almost 30. It is the best of the best. So a clip a teaching a funny moment it is between 5 and 10 minutes there's no ads there's no intro it's just just the juiciness of the pod on morning microdose the podcast you can subscribe to that as well
1: enjoy this one and we will see you on the other side
0: we'll see you soon bye
1: bye It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday, I did a pep talk uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just, I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, it's incredibly supportive. So.
0: I'm so excited you're here. Yeah, truly. I'm so excited. <laughs> we were just telling Dylan, we've been emailing forever. And it's just really beautiful. Like it always happens at the best time. And yeah. I was just so grateful to sit down with you today, especially this part of your journey. I know you have Sports Illustrated coming up, which is so exciting. Thank and I was you. just thinking of you because in some of your conversations previously, you know, when you're a model and when you're an actress, you had that journey of preparing for shoots where it'd be like mm-hmm. the life of preparing for shoots Mm -hmm. sort of around controlling your food and, you know, things related to your eating disorder. So I was just curious, like when you're preparing for that, was there any prep or like, what was the difference now when you have an even bigger platform that you're on, like the dream platform of Sports Illustrated, and then it's a different you, like you're approaching it so differently. What was the experience prepping for it like? Oh,
2: freeing. Yeah. I felt so free and so ready. Mm -hmm. Like it was such an interesting moment where I was able to literally see the change Mm -hmm. like in front of me. Like I remember when I got the call and I was like freaking out and jumping and I just, that's what I said is I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Like I could literally go tomorrow and I would feel so Mm -hmm. good because I... I, you know, I live my life in a way now that like supports me so that I can show up at any time. And that's really why I do it all. You know, I did it all for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. for so many years and it's so draining and so taxing. And it really just brings you down. Mm -hmm. I think living in that mindset and yeah, no, it's so it's so exciting, especially at this point in my life. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm 40. I have two children. And you know, my like younger self literally thought that if it didn't happen in my twenties, it was like, mm-hmm. well, honey, mm. you tried, you know? Yeah. And then as I got older and I I really dove deeper into this work, I, I was like, you know what though? I'm doing it. I, I am. I mean, you can ask Dylan. I was like, I'm, I'm going to be in Sports Illustrated. Like it was like, Dylan's nodding. (laughs) I was very like, I, I tried to talk as if it already happened.
1: Isn't that fun when you have that knowing, that knowing of that vision? Yes. And then you, there's that energetic of like the letting go, you know, that just kind of naturally happens. And I think I would like for that to happen even more often. But when it does, I'm like, ooh, remember this. Thing? Yes. Yeah. Remember like how I feel in my body. Remember just like what was happening around me, what supported me getting to this place. But what you said about feeling like you had to get it all done in your 20s, mm-hmm. I feel like that is such a real feeling. Even like getting it all done in your 30s. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> think is such a real feeling that so many of us, I, I feel like that. I sometimes. feel like that before
0: I have kids. Yeah. Oh, I, I mine's like such a story of like, you have to do all these things before you have kids, because after you have kids, like... It's exactly. all over with. It's That's all what over I thought. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And
1: then you kind of like step outside of that voice and you're like, wait, whose is that? Like, is that even mine? Yes. And I love, you know, I just love watching you and your trajectory because it, it's just further proof of like also how much more you become yourself after kids or like, as you just get older, Mm -hmm. like, it's just such a beautiful thing to watch. So how did you, how did you kind of navigate out of that mindset of like, I have to get everything done before X, before I turn 30 or before I have kids?
2: It was a conversation actually with Noah when he, he's very, you know, I, Noah's just, he's a planner Mm -hmm. at heart and like has a strategic mind. Yes. And he was, he, we were at a wedding and our friends had their daughter there and it was the most beautiful, loving, like you just felt the love with this little one there. And not that you can't feel the love without a child there, but it just did something. And we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, that's so special, like having a kid at the wedding. And then Noah pitched it. He was like, look, <laughs> I love it. He's like, I really think, you know, maybe we should have a baby before we get married. And I was like, no way. Are you crazy? I am not doing that. Mm-hmm. And at first of all, I was like, uh, we're not even engaged. Nice try. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, no. Because I was very focused on like, I have no idea what I really want to do. I need to focus all of my energy and give it everything that I have before I bring a baby into this world, because where is my focus going to go then to the child? And he was just very like, he was like, you know, I I actually think that that could be the thing that cracks you open. And then we, we tried once I got pregnant <laughs> and I was like, well, well, here we go. I'm cracking open. But I was yeah. like, I was a little upset because I, I didn't really feel ready When do you? I don't know. I don't know that there's ever a moment, but you know, I know there are times when you're ready to call things in. I certainly wasn't in that place, but it was really what opened me up. Mm. It changed me
1: entirely. What about, was it the? Pregnancy? Was it motherhood? Like, I guess, what was that like just in terms of like meeting parts of yourself that you haven't met before? It was the
2: entire journey of really understanding what I was growing inside of me. And then also really relating it to this dysfunctional relationship that I had with myself and how awful to myself i was for i mean almost my entire life at that point and it just made me want to love myself more and it was it was challenging because my body was changing i was like i didn't love the way i looked i didn't love the way i felt i had a really difficult pregnancy with both and it's the thing that like got me to really like learning more about like, what is meditation? (laughs) Like, how could this help me? Should I try this? And like coming back to that place of finding another way Mm -hmm. of doing it all. Because at that point I was still in the mindset of believing that I had to work out for literally like two hours a day minimum
0: Mm -hmm.
2: to think that I would be anywhere is you know in a place that i i thought i should be Could and put. this was mostly mm-hmm. physical
0: mm-hmm.
2: because that was all i was focused on okay. mm-hmm. i i never really at that point understood I, it's not that i didn't understand it i didn't even lean into the thought of like mind body connection until i started to meditate mm.
0: Which is huge. Meditation for me is like, oh my God. It's like so unsexy. Whenever I talk about it, people are like, meditation. You no, know, I know. People are like, <laughs> it's, like yeah. it's everything. It is Truly. everything. Absolutely everything. So, what was your internal dialogue like that before? Like, before you kind of stepped into meditation, like meditation helps us see the internal dialogue. Like, what were the things you were saying to yourself? Like, what was the internal conversation? Oh, it was, it's so sad to think about. I mean, it was. And wasn't it
2: hard to even say now? Yeah. I mean, it was never great. It was always something I had to fix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was never enough. Yeah. My skin was broken out. I had cystic acne all over my face, down the back of my neck, my back. And it was just awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that was one thing I was always just like, oh, you're so ugly. Like,
0: Mm. yeah, having acne is a different type of. Of, oh yeah. A feeling of disgust too. with yourself. I was evil it's, yeah, it's, to it, myself. Yeah.
2: It's it's a like yeah. a rage. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, it's so sad, truly, to think about, but it was like, I didn't like the way my arm looked. I didn't like this part up of yeah. my breast yeah. between my armpit. I didn't like my I didn't like anything. Yeah. I wanted my thighs to be a different size. It was just like
0: nothing was ever enough. Mm-hmm. And then it's beautiful because it's like having a child helps you love Mm -hmm. something else, but you remember you created it and it like gives you this ease. You see how kids are and you can be more in your body and just like have this ease that I just really look forward to. But when you were working out two hours a day, was that like the trend time when everyone was working out like fucking crazy? Yes. And what were you doing?
2: Uh, I mean... I was doing a lot of high intensity yes. training. Yes. I mean, like everything. And and by the way, I always like to preface this because by no means am I knocking that style. Yeah, 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 I just quickly, thank God, discovered that it was not working for me. And it was also increasing anxiety in my life before the class, after the class. It was just, it all started to come together. I was running a lot.
0: was, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. With- I was... I was like, doing half marathons all the time you were? <laughs> like, What I was doing like, yeah. but it's, but it's interesting. I didn't have a purpose in my life. Mm. So running was like, and it gave me something to work towards. So I was like, oh, this is my purpose now to run. Or it was like, oh, you create a tiny purpose. Cause I had no purpose.
2: That's really interesting to hear you say that because as soon as you just said it, I was like, that's what you were doing. Yeah. God was also, like you have a purpose but I'm like I have no purpose on earth. <laughs> but also I was running away from myself 100%, like yeah. as fast as I 100%. possibly could. <laughs> 100%. And the thoughts and all the things yes. that yes. came up daily that I didn't know how to handle.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And that cortisol piece, like you don't realize oh the stress cuz I would do the same. I taught soul cycle and then I would go take like a Barry's class. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh wow.
1: Like it was just, and I didn't realize I thought I was like getting things out, yeah, yeah, yes. and obviously like trying to maintain a certain physique and whatever, but then I saw it in my skin, I saw it in my stress levels, I was holding like interestingly, holding on to weight because my body was Me like too,, well, you know, I was too, I was yeah. at my like I don't even
2: like to say the word like. I just was at my least happiest yeah,
0: place. Yeah, like exactly.
2: I didn't feel at home in my body.
1: And how was your like diet then as well? I'm curious oh, how it that's was changed. Very strict. Okay. Wow.
2: Yes. I was just everything was extreme. Yeah. I paid such close attention to everything. And then it was like, and if I did eat the other thing, the shame that I put on myself, the guilt, which was you know, that was definitely one of the leading culprits to me becoming bulimic, yeah because I couldn't I couldn't sit with that. Like I hated mm. the way that I felt after. And I was like, I have to get rid of this feeling. I was riddled with anxiety, sure. but like, it was just I couldn't find that balance mm. within all of the things. And then it, I think that, when you don't know, Kind of what to do with it or have access to the other things, you go even more extreme. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you remember what you did to yourself yesterday? You're going to run seven miles in Central Park and then you're going to work out for an hour and then you're going to swim. And it was just, it was a vicious cycle. It was really vicious.
0: What was like your lowest point where you were like, okay, no more? Like something needs to change.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was. A real combination of nothing really working in my life at the time, drinking all of my worries away, staying up really late, partying, eating, binging, purging. This, like, it was like, you know, good during the week. And then I'd lose it on the weekend and lose my mind. And It was just like one night of it and the sun coming up and just being like, what am I doing? Like, I hate the way that I feel. I like hate myself. And I was so done feeling that way. And I just, it was one of the first times I was literally like laying on the bathroom floor where I was like, Mm -hmm. I need help. And uh, even like saying that, I think for anyone that needs it and hasn't gotten to that point. Like when you ask for help and assistance and you actually follow through with the next step of getting it, it just, I mean, it took a load off of me mm. because I, you know, my entire life was always trying to show face, have this, you know, I, I wanted to maintain this, Real image of perfection and was trying to hold everyone else up. Meanwhile, I'm like crumbling and I finally just hit that point of, of no longer wanting to live like
1: that. Yeah. What did getting help look like for you?
2: It was calling a friend, Kim Strother. And I was like, you always talk about your therapist. Like, can I have your therapist number? And it was like, that was the first step, was getting into therapy for the first time in my life. This was many years ago. And wow, I've done a few different forms of therapy since then. I currently do cognitive behavioral therapy, which I really love at this point in my life, because I think at that point, I had to really get to the place of understanding why Mm Like where the trauma stemmed from and why I behaved and showed up the way that I did. Sure. And it was really eye-opening for me, but also very hard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I, I mean, I wanted to cancel therapy. Almost every session. yeah. I was just like, I'm fine.
1: Like, yeah, that's totally. sweet. I love that. So good. And then I leave and I'm like, I, I know. know. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? And then I'm like, oh, Geez, that's, that's so right. <laughs> that easy. Really that's weird. why a lot of people don't. Ones, actually, yeah. when you don't
0: know what you're going to talk about. Oh. Because yeah. that means for me, my ego is not driving the bus. Uh-huh. Being like, we're going to talk about this email. <laughs> that was like, whatever. It's like, I can go. I'm like, what am I talking about? I'm like, I was four. <laughs> and you're like, just can really be in it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I uh love
2: therapy. Yeah, it's it's the you best. go still. I do. Yeah, I go every other week. That's what and the same. Was, Like every week for me, it I, it felt almost like a force. Yes, and I needed it to be this thing that yeah. fit into the flow of my life. Which, but like, still show up for it. And it's been tremendous in my healing of things I didn't even know at this point I I still needed to heal
1: yeah. well it's like I mean just as you grow your business you have your family like I mean there's no like destiny I feel like people yeah. think they get to a place totally. where they're like I know everything about myself there is to totally. know let me just maintain this and like have a good life. Or they heal one thing. They're like, I healed that. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs>
0: yeah, Get
1: ready. Right. But it's, yeah, I think it's the secret sauce. I you really do. do. Like people talk about like, you know, I think career coaches are incredible. We've had them like, but there's something about how therapy affects everything that like when I haven't been in therapy, I'm like, what's that? What's missing? Like, yes. right. What's not quite right yep. right now? And it's having that place to process, having that mirror or like that ability to have a conversation where you don't feel bad talking about yourself. Exactly. Or someone else. Yes. I mean, for me, it has
2: become this like sacred space of no judgment. Yes. And just like talking about everything that, I mean, honestly, I'm afraid to share with, like, percent. Yeah. I'm just, of course, of course, I have my, like, yes. people, my trust. But, like, still, yes. I'm like, I, don't know, I should say that out loud. <laughs> totally. <laughs>
0: totally. Yeah. That one, keep in. <laughs> and with mm-hmm. friends, you're like, if I say this to this friend, you know, you, you don't want to muddy the water of friendship. No. And, like, talk about a certain friend to other friends. Sure. No, you not Because it don't. can just kind of, you know, that just muddies the water. It does. And so you can just kind of say whatever and just get it out. You can process it. You can see if you want to say something. You can see if it's worth bringing it up. And I remember my first year in therapy, I was like testing her a little bit. <laughs> and I realized this now, like I would say crazy shit and just to like see if it would like, tra- like see if she would like do something, like see if she would abandon me or like quit or like whatever. <laughs> so I would say just like wild shit. Like, like yeah, why well, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like <laughs> she's like, okay. And I'm like, she's still here. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this. Like, had to really test. But it's like, yeah, that space of non-judgment, you can have that in relationships. But to, like, have someone that's unattached to everything, too, is really powerful. Yes. But now our therapist sees everyone you work like on our team, my therapist. Oh, I was like, you were. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm my therapist. I don't saw anyone. Yeah, I need to stop because everyone on my team goes and stuff. So sometimes oh, right. I just sit there oh, and I'm right. like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've shared my
2: therapist because I just like she's been so impactful yes. that I'm like, you deserve to be. Yes, Lindsay Tolchin. She's amazing. Oh, cool. she Tolchin. just like deserves. Yes. To, Have every client because Mm -hmm. she's amazing, incredible.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: I just really like her style.
0: Yeah. It's important. So, the journey with your body and like finding food freedom. I know you did a podcast Uh, on that and just hearing about that. Sometimes in my mind, I'm like, oh, yes, that is the goal. Do you feel like you have it all the time? Is it something that wavers? Like, I think so many people seek to have that. They're like, God, I want to feel that liberation, that freedom, that like, peace around food I want to feel like I can have my mental space back my clarity back and how has it felt for you and like what have been some steps that people can take to to get there
2: Mm -hmm. first of all I want to say that you can too yeah
0: thanks I do no I
2: really (laughs) believe that every single person can find that place Mm -hmm. within themselves and for me it was using food as the catalyst Mm -hmm. To deal with all the stuff. And I always thought that I had a dysfunctional relationship with food. But in return, through really understanding myself and my habits and the things I was resorting to, I finally realized that I had a dysfunctional relationship with myself. And the food was the vehicle and awesome. just really beating myself down you know i can i can honestly tell you with everything inside of me that i have such a liberated mm-hmm. relationship with food now that it's it's so it is freeing and that is what really intuitively inspired me to share the food freedom episode and I held back from doing it for a really long time because I am not an expert in the eating disorder space, but I felt very compelled to share my story because I wanted to give hope for anyone living in that cycle because it's a really tough place to live. And, you know, I think through the commitment, truly like, yes, therapy, I also had a health coach. I, you know, I like set up my team. I like had people who were helping me with the things I was seeing, a functional doctor and those things helped. I will never discredit those things. When I started to meditate consistently is when I strengthened that relationship with myself. I learned how to love myself on the map truly the meditation practice that grounds me the most is when I'm sitting eyes closed and I go in, I started to really see who I was, like the beauty of my soul, of my heart and of what I'm meant to be doing. And it just, it changed the way that I treated myself. You know, I no longer wanted to hurt myself or talk badly to myself. And even it, it really started with that, like looking at myself in the mirror and catching myself every single time I would go back to those, you know, that negative way of thinking or being or talking about myself. And I would, I mean, stop myself in my tracks. And of course, things will come up where i am like, oh, I don't love the way I'm like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. we're not doing that. Like that is an old story that is in the past and we have rewritten that story and we are going to focus on the things that we love, that we're grateful for. And it's, you know, it's really, it's transformed me entirely. I'm a completely different person. Hmm. I really am.
1: The, the catching... I think that's part of the process that I think some people mistake for like catching yourself in the moment, catching that thought, mistake for a step backwards or, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's not working. Like I still have that part. And we forget how strong Mm -hmm. those parts have been or had to be. And we forget how like rooted they are and why they're so rooted. And that's why the therapy piece is so important. That's why the meditation piece is so important. So you can kind of just begin to actually see these things for what they are rather than think they are you. Mm -hmm.
2: That is such an important point because I mean, what meditation has brought into my life, like it's, it's crazy. I keep looking at you guys and I'm like, I am so presently here with you. Like I'm so here with you. I'm not thinking about what just happened, what I have to do. Like that is the beauty of yeah. a meditation practice. Yeah. I believe of of the many things mm-hmm. that you will experience when you commit, but it expands your self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So instead of walking around completely unaware of how you are as a human, which unfortunately is the majority of the world. Mm-hmm. Like have you ever like been in line behind someone at like a coffee shop and you're just like, Mm -hmm. like they don't even, they actually don't even know
1: Mm -hmm.
2: how nasty they're being, you know? And it's something I I really love. I love to observe Mm -hmm. these behaviors because I know that the more we can make this movement so widely spread and approachable and accessible to make everyone really feel like they, too, can do it in their way, yeah, in a way that feels good for you and showing up for that. I think we have the ability to change, to change everything. Mm-hmm. And I really stand so strongly behind that because I have changed my freaking self. And I know I was a psycho. <laughs> like, <laughs> by the way, she's still in there. And I love
1: her. When I
0: need access to her, she is great. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, when I heard you were a Sagittarius, I'm like, damn, that's... You're just I'm a the... triple fire. Yeah, we
1: what, So, what's your chart. So
2: cute. I am a Sagittarius. My I'm my rising is Leo. Oh, a... of course. <laughs> of
0: course. And Come my on. moon
2: is Taurus.
0: Okay, cool. We got Great. some earth. Yes. Earth in there. Oh, that is earth. Oh, that's earth. Okay, you're right. No, you probably so f- f- fire, fire somewhere else in. Double earth. fire sis. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> then the you got that earth. That's
1: so like the... That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you. I <laughs> the Leo's so cool. I love I Leo. Love Leo. So like, I love Leo. Le- Leo sun, Leo rising. Like, no, a Leo. They're so easy for me to be around. Noah's a
2: Leo. Noah's a Leo and Benjamin's a Leo. Noah's so grounded. He feels like a Taurus. He's super grounded.
0: He's like Earth-like. Oh. He's
1: very grounded, cool.
0: but definitely
2: a Leo
1: too.
0: One of
2: the things- I don't know cool. his. I By the way, I like am so- immersed in this world but when it comes to like no, this babe, like you this stuff me. is all new you know babe, no, no, this no, is no me. i just like, literally well, no, but i like <laughs> <I'm> saying <laughs> i follow resources and yes. i'm like i mean i
0: just you know you don't want to be too far that's yeah. the thing is like you want to be like surface but when you're in light, like, literally at every party you every everyone's party everyone's like what's God. your signs and i'm like i feel bad if people don't know them they'd be like left out
1: That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost 30.
0: One of the things that I, you know, not about Noah, but just about something he said that was so sweet when you guys were talking on your podcast about your journey and your career. And he was talking about how you guys decided to have a baby. And then you went through the different phases of your career. And he was just sort of watching you. And what he said was the process of elimination. Mm -hmm. And I had this in my career as well, where I had to figure out, okay, I'm doing this. I don't like it. I'm doing this. I don't like this, but I like this part of it. And I think people in their careers, especially for 20 year olds, yeah. so much of your younger audience, our younger audience, it's like, you don't realize that that's such an important part of the process that most of them won't get it right, right away. So right. can you talk about that journey? Oh my, I mean, I feel like I'm still there. I need
1: mean, to do it for real. For real. We're still in the process of elimination. <laughs> totally. yeah, but like, that's what's fun. Yeah, it, it is.
2: It's, it's so nice to be like, Wait, what do I have to do today? Why did I say yes to that? You <laughs> oh know? my god! I know. And to be like, what led me to the yes? And then you go back and you're like, oh, because it felt yes, I felt a little pushed, or I felt like I yeah had to. Yeah. I mean, oh, I remember those days like it was yesterday because I was just watching Noah so passionately, just like wake up every morning, move through his life, and. I was dreading every day. I didn't love what I was doing. What were you doing at the I time? I was I was modeling full time, but I was right. doing a lot of fit modeling, which was amazing. I mean, I did it for a decade. It made me a very independent woman. I paid all my bills, I did all the things. I had savings because I was working all the time. So very grateful for that. It just got to the point where I in fittings. It's so funny because I, you know, I keep in touch with a lot of Previous clients and someone would be like, "Oh, I'm not feeling good," and I would be like, "Well, how, how did you wake up?" And I would literally like start coaching yeah. everyone. That's yeah. how I got into health coaching because I was so interested in how people felt and what they did prior. Tell me about your morning. What did you eat? How did you eat it? Were you standing? Were you sitting? And I wanted to talk during every fitting and. You know, like <laughs> you could talk a little bit, but like you're not there to chit chat. Right. And it was just I started to feel not fulfilled because I could fe- I could just feel it was like pouring out of me, but it just wasn't the time or place. And I had connected with a few people in the health and wellness space, and my friend Oz Garcia, who is a nutritionist, was like, you know, I feel like you should meet a doctor, a friend, friend of mine. And at this point, I had graduated from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which was a massive, like, pivotal moment for me of kind of moving towards something that lit me up.
1: Yeah. And
2: doing it myself, like, fully just, major. you know, I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do this thing. And and I remember Noah was so sweet and, like, so happy that I was, like, trying something else. He's like, I want to gift you this. And I was like, no, I need to take care of this because if I'm doing this thing, I need to give it it makes me show up more when Invest. I'm exactly totally. investing yep. in myself. So that was like a big moment of kind of just asking myself why not me?
1: Yeah.
2: Why not? Why why can I not, you know, live a life of like my wildest dreams? I see people doing it and I admire so many people who are and I started health coaching with the doctor that my friend introduced me to and it was it, it was so great because it helped me understand that it wasn't the thing after years of doing it and i think what happens is of course fear sets in right and it's like yeah. well i'm actually killing it yeah i'm making great money this is really working but something is missing yeah i felt that you know That real just misalignment. And I think staying really curious is something I have always done since I was really young. I've just always been like super curious how, like, how does this neighbor have this house and that neighbor has that? You know, I've just always kind of been very aware of things and how people. Just like their energy, or like this person seems so happy, and is like dressed a certain way, and this person seems, you know, yeah, like, just yeah. like the like, why, yeah. the why, yeah,
0: totally. Like where does it? I'm so yeah, uh-huh.
2: everything. Because for me, I grew up very poor and thought mm-hmm. that was that w- was never happening for me. I thought that was a you know a completely impossible sure. way of living and being and happy and fulfilled. It was like mm-hmm. that just didn't happen for me. And I believe just surrounding yourself around, I mean, in New York, living and moving to New York was just like a massive moment of that. And being able to really drop in with yourself and be like, this isn't it. (laughs) However, I'm gonna stay with this thing because it's paying the bills. I think that's one of the most important things. Even when I wasn't fulfilled, I stayed And I would, on my free time, do the thing that fulfilled me. Yeah. And then I would like, instead of making it that Saturday afternoon thing, it became a Saturday and Sunday thing. And then maybe like a Monday night thing. And I just started to open up my time to the things. And by the way, at that time, I mean, the things still haven't changed. It was like going rollerblading doing yoga, <laughs> meditating. I'm going I'm to go rollerblading on Mother's Day, I've decided. I yeah, love I was like, that. you know what I want to do for Mother's Day? I want to go rollerblading.
1: I'm oh, yeah. so fun. <laughs> but it was like really
2: tapping into the things that lit me up. Yeah. And they were simple, but making more time for them.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really important point about, you know, staying with the thing that is paying your bills and not just because it's paying your bills, but there's also... And I'm speaking to the people listening who feel like, okay, I just want to like quit my job and do the thing that I really want to do. And I know that's how some stories seem on the outside, if you're looking at people on Instagram, et cetera, but it's so important to have that transitional period because one, I think like you probably learned a lot from the job that was like not quite it, but you're like, actually there's a purpose and why I'm here. And then also you didn't have the stress of like putting everything on the thing that you were kind of mm-hmm. trying to pursue and grow. It's like, let that be the thing that you gladly show up to and have like the joy for, not like you need to be the thing that makes me money. You need to be the thing that's successful. And it's hard to to distinguish for people. I think it's a very Existential thing because you're like I'm not doing what I yeah, love. right. Oh gosh,
0: you everybody. completely
2: hit the nail on the head. Yeah. By
0: the way, it's huge. It is. Yeah,
2: because it is. It's guiding you towards the thing, but I mean, staying with it when I didn't want to was what got me to signing
1: up. Mm-hmm. And it's also like building your capacity for discomfort. Uh, you know, which exact, I, th- I think it's like guys. I've really had to <laughs> learn that, like in my 30s, where I'm like because I was uncomfortable in my twenties for sure, but I don't think I was consciously uncomfortable. But when you're like kind of consciously uncomfortable with certain things, now I've tried to reframe it where I'm like, okay, we're like, this is a muscle that we're working. And what's really uncomfortable right now might not be so uncomfortable in a few months. Has there been anything, you know, that you've really, whether in the past or even recently where you're like, Oh, that used to be so uncomfortable for me. Mm -hmm. And you really like stayed with it Mm -hmm. and it's become kind of something that you're able to hold.
2: Oh my God. Yes. I mean, I'm thinking of so many things right now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this moment in my life where I'm like, I'm just really like, I'm not even leaning and I'm like. Diving in face first to yeah. the discomfort. There's like, the lean has mm-hmm. happened and I'm just like, sure, show me, mm-hmm. show me what you've got because I'm feeling called to elevate to the next level. Mm-hmm. I was the most uncomfortable person on camera. It was stop.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's not means. Also, is, validate was, no. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I believe you invalidate you. Yeah, all Because we invalidate your experience.
2: I believe you, but this question. was pre-Dylan, and <laughs> I would—I uh, mean, my girlfriend Alice Panicki, and would come over, and she's like, "We have to get you on camera. We just have to get you comfortable," because I would like be like hey, I'm going to make this almond milk. And then I would just, I'd be like, no, uh, I can't. Yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of judgment towards myself too, yes. which I think a lot of people do. You watch it and you're yes. like, no. Yes. But I would set up the little tripod and I made the almond milk video and it was so <laughs> <Cute>. bad.
1: <laughs>
2: it was cute. Sure, it was cute. cute, but it was just like, I was nervous and I was talking fast and <laughs> and it was like, I couldn't even let like a real moment land. I just Yay. move on to the next thing <laughs> with an uncomfortable, like, <laughs> joke or something. No, I couldn't look- even lean into a joke. Like, yeah. it was just not good. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, well, I, mean, this is I saw the girl do this almond know? milk yes. video and like, this is the way she did it. And I was very much living in that space of... You know, I had my people that I followed, that I yeah. admired, and I tried to do it exactly the way they did it.
0: And I think people do that with you now. First, <laughs> like sure. honestly, everybody that she's I know is it. like, "She's," I literally I, she's like, uh,
1: yeah.
0: because everyone that I know does. is like, "What do you mean, <laughs> Dude, hello?" Everyone I know is like, "You know, I'm kind of trying like the Melissa Wood Health vibe." I'm like, "Oh, you too." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you guys, we've gotta not do that. <laughs>
1: Thank you. It hurts. That's my feeling sometimes.
2: So I'm like, you guys. Know, I wrap it up. Yes, I. I think it's
0: feel it free. can help you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, feel free. No,
2: I'll go. I'm gonna go off. Okay. So it is helpful to have someone that you admire mm-hmm. and something you are inspired by. And I will tell you one thing I learned from Gabby Bernstein was. I remember because I would go, you know, I would go to Marianne Williamson. She was speaking in New York at the time. And I remember Gabby sharing this story when she started speaking and she admired Marianne so much, but she found that she would start to talk like her and like shape her. It it just, she was embodying someone other than herself. And it was really helpful for me to hear that from someone I admired. Yeah. And to be like, okay, I think it is great. We are all inspired by someone, right? And there's also just like so many moves that you can do in workouts. Like, we got a lot of similar moves, fine. But I think what is missing is people dropping in to their true authenticity. And I know the word authentic could be thrown around, but like to really find your thing, your way of doing it. And, you know, it was a friend of mine, Tara Styles, who is the founder of Strala Yoga. I did my teacher training with her and I was like so insecure. I was like, I, I don't know. I, It's like, this is the way I'm doing it. And she was like, but when you're at home and you're blending your yoga and your Pilates and like, that's your thing. And I, I felt like it was, but it was almost like, but it was different, mm-hmm. you know? And And I think it's it's really important to leave our own mark on things. And I mean, I posted this the other day because people are wild. I love my community so much, by the way. They'll send <laughs> me, a profile, be like, you know what, Melissa, this mood, the
1: way she oh, said, yeah,
2: they'll just...
0: do it with us too. Yes. <laughs> this music, we've heard this before.
2: <laughs> and I really try. I mean, I would fully be lying to you. If I sat here and I said certain things didn't bother me. A hundred percent. Of course, certain things. And what I've learned to do is to not watch it yeah, and and to just let it go with love, really. Sometimes you got to like dig a little deep for the love part and then just focus on the thing that I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. Because if I stay so clouded with what everybody else is doing, and by the way, That was like back to that almond. I was so focused on the way everybody else was doing it that I had no way of doing it myself. And then when I let all that shit go and I just left my laugh on there, that cackle went on a little too long. And I was like, you know what? But like, that's really me at my core.
1: Mm -hmm. And I
2: just let myself be myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And and it was when things
1: really started to change. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you get messages that affirm that, you know, I think that's, yeah. I think that's when I started to understand that like Instagram, at least for me, wasn't really about the curation. Like people just really wanted, they're like, oh my, how, you're so yourself, you know, and we're like surprised. Yeah. And I'm sure you get that too, where it's like, it's not an art. Cause I think, you know, like you said, it's really about a dropping in and allowing, but I think what people are seeing all the time is this like highly curated, highly just stylized, which works for certain people. But man, it feels good, I'm sure. And you can flow more with your content and just how you show up. And as much as you show up, you wouldn't be able to do that if you were so worried
0: about no, trying so to be productive a certain when way. You're yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? When you're like, I'm myself in meetings, I'm myself with my family, I'm myself here. So like, you're able to like do everything. Yeah.
2: Oh my, I mean. you're not fronting. Exactly. And I am like, the way that I work, I personally like planning too far ahead and like planning posts. And it is so hard for me. I mean, yeah. of course now, look, like, things have changed. You know, it was like just me at one point when I was filming in my living room on my $24 tripod. And then I slowly started to hire a few people and we were just a tiny little team of five. And now at the the point that we're at, it's like, I need to share certain things at certain times. And like, of course my team will be like, we need you to collab with the MWH account. And I like one thing that I really, really stay true to is like, no matter what the plan is, if it doesn't feel right, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I can't post that. I can't post that today. And of course my team is amazing and fully trusts my process of, of really just staying true to it because I think when you lose that, you, you start to lose your essence Mm -hmm you know, and it just becomes so much more about this kind of algorithm Mm -hmm. or chasing that, which I mean,
0: we could talk about that for days, Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I think about for the people that like want to emulate you and like, I've heard so many of them, so I can't even imagine how many there are that exist. I always just hear it and I'm always like, okay, so there's, you're adding a step in your journey in life because it's like, okay, you're going to try and be this person. And then you try and be this person, but still the destination is over here. So now you're just making your journey longer oh, by yes. adding the step of trying to be someone Melissa else. Would help. This is the the quote that I,
2: well, I wrote this on my story because I, I think, you know, we always hear imitation is the highest form of flattery. I don't think so And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, I don't believe imitation is the highest form of flattery. The highest form of flattery is giving credit where credit is due. Like, it's okay to share where you got the source of inspiration, make it your own. You know, like I can think of so many things, so many people I'm inspired by Mm -hmm. that have helped me plant a seed, but in my own way, in my own voice, it's just, it's really important. I think Mm -hmm. it's just, it also comes with age, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're younger and still throwing things out there and you don't fully know who you are, it's, it's easy to be anyone but yourself.
1: I remember that feeling. Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. Very. Yeah.
2: It it didn't work. The almond Mm -hmm. milk video didn't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think then too, you're worried about like, you're like, I'm telling people about almond milk and you're worried about the outcome of almond milk. And it's like, people don't really care about the almond milk. I didn't even know what my focus was. I mean, honestly <laughs> do it like the girl that I saw. hundred percent. And it yeah.
2: didn't
1: work. Yeah, totally. I'm curious, you know, just last thing on social media, like how you see it now, you know, as you evolve and as you kind of have your team, I know you still run your social media, but I'm just curious, like how you approach it now? Like what is the energy towards social media? Do you have time off that you take? How do you handle the eyes on you, the energy all the time? I'm yes. definitely
2: like zipping my invisible cloak yeah. before yeah. I go out, which has been really helpful because I am the type of person like I'd walk around like this and like if you know I connect eyes, I could feel energy. And now while I am very friendly, very outgoing, I've just realized that I need to savor my energy. So that has been something when I'm out in public that's been really helpful. Yeah, And it has, it shifts things. Like mm-hmm. I think it changes how people come up to you and the way that they do. And it's been really helpful. Um, for social, you know, I am, I mean, I run my entire account. We have a great girl who, is running the MWH account who will like make certain reels for me or do things for me, which is so helpful and amazing. And I'm very hands-on. It has to be, yeah. you know, the way that I would do it and any anything that I've tried that hasn't been just, it just never works. And not even talking about like views and likes, because I think we're in a place right now where like a lot of people could think if, if you're putting your complete energy on that that like nothing is working but i also think socials in a different space right now like sure. it's in a transitional period do you feel that yep. mm-hmm. i think That's eyes are right. on other platforms mm-hmm. and you kind of just have to keep doing your thing and not get so focused or swallowed yes. by the numbers i love the creative i mean i'm like my creative meetings are my most exciting meetings mm-hmm. all week and I also need a ton of space mm. to be creative. I've learned that like the morning is magic for me. It's when I come alive. I'm like post meditation high. I'm going to take over the world. I am ready to just share all the things that help me get to this place because I didn't feel like that before. She's yeah. a new woman <laughs> every day. I'm a new woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just, rebirthing <laughs> different versions of myself. It's a meditative <laughs> Melissa that I'm like. Thank God, girl, you made it. Like, there she is. Because <laughs> the non meditative version is very different. Oh, it's wild. Oh, what? I could cut a.
0: But I know. <laughs> my non meditative is like, yeah, really. Yeah. Spicy. We don't want to know her. I, oh. I, 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 Let me think, my non meditative. No, I just her. get like a short fuse. Yeah. Same. Like, my day will just go, and I'm like, what just happened? Right. Like, everything mm-hmm. just happened, and I didn't know, like, I couldn't catch it. Like right. I can't catch the day. Yeah, like it comes rushing it. in. Oh, um, yes. don't meditate. Like don't, I can't stop. I'm like, whoa, everything's. But we were talking a little bit before because you're sensitive. Like you're a sensitive soul. Very. I'm so sensitive. How do you deal with that? Very sensitive. Running a huge team, being a public figure, being a mom.
2: It's a lot. It is. I really honor my sensitive side. Yeah. When I am working with people like during the process of hiring, I always like to share that. Because I think it's just helpful to understand how certain people are, and for me, I'm like, if you have something to share with me, like first thing in the morning is not the time- like i'm I'm sensitive, I just you know I have so much on my plate and in to manage those emotions for the entire day or the entire week. it's just like it's a load. I know sometimes timing is not always on our side, and certain things happen and have to be delivered to me. But that's been something that's been really helpful for the team, really understanding that and honoring it for me. I also just, I like, I mean, I share pretty openly on social when I'm like having the days, which are all the time,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which are like quite often because it is a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm definitely at this point in my life where. I never imagined having a team this size. I I had like visions about things, but now it's, I'm like, wow, this is so much bigger than me. Mm -hmm. So it really makes me like, I switch into a different gear where I'm like, you know what? I mean, I very rarely, I'm like looking for wood. I feel
1: like I
0: need to knock Knock. on wood. Oh God, on the floor, hold on. Knock on yourself. Well, Uh, so what,
1: sis? Okay. I needed some like actual Some real
2: ground. ground. Um, So now it's bigger than me. So I I show up. That's the best. I show up fully. And it's not just for me. Mm -hmm. My mental health and showing up for me is my number one priority in the day because I know that if I do that, that I'm a much more centered, loving mother who's more compassionate and I'm a better boss. I'm a better leader in general. So I do it every day. I have these moments at like the end of my day and I'm like, I had a really hard day today. But like what I do provides for so much more than just me now. And I do not take that lightly. I am so driven by really the serve. Like I'm so in, in the space of service that it just, it, it's ignited a fire in me that I always knew was in there, but I didn't know how to access it. And now I have full access and I know how to utilize it. So watch the fuck out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that feeling that, that you witnessed your husband have like every morning when you wake up and it's You know, it's time is such a weird thing because you're like, I want it now. Yeah. Why isn't it happening now? What's wrong with me now? Yes. And it's just beautiful to hear your story and just, it takes time. So much. And it takes like being present for your life. And it requires certain things to happen, like you becoming a mom or like you, you know, having this particular career short term. But it's like, you know, we just, I'm thinking about our audience a lot because- they want everything now. Yeah. Sorry, that's not to see. say I've been there. Yes. I did too, ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's yeah. it's such a normal human feeling, but that's why I like to hear the trajectory of people's lives and careers because you just realize what really it required and also how long life is too. Because like, yes. let's talk to you in 10 years. You. I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be okay. so many different iterations of you and identity, do you have a hard time like uh, transitioning identities? So from mom to mm-hmm. boss to wife. public figure to wife. And then also when you're going through a transition of an yeah. identity, a shedding of, a dying off of and stepping into new.
2: That was one of my biggest challenges. Huh. It was like, I would, you know, I think it's, For me, because I am so friendly and I just like, I'm such a lover and I want to like hug everyone. I want to hear about your day and I want to know what's going on, which is me. And I never want to lose that. However, there's a time when I have to be a boss and I have to really step in to that space. And it doesn't mean that I have to change who I am but it does change the way that I show up. And I, you know, I actually just started working with an executive coach and it's something that I'm so aware of right now. It's like, okay, I have my mom hat on and then I have my creator hat and then I have my boss hat. And it's like, to really embody that part of myself is really important to lead and not just in the business or for my community, but, but at home. And that has been something like that's currently something right now that I'm, I'm, I'm working on strengthening Mm -hmm. because that was also the thing that was kind of tearing me down and where things weren't working. Sure. In business, in life and, and understanding there's there's boundaries that have mm. to take place. And I mean, you're, you're looking at a girl who like started and, you know, when Dylan started working with me, Dylan's on every podcast, by the way, and Dylan's <laughs> always <laughs> with me. so I I keep I was saying like, I'm
0: like, Dylan, just, you should be. I love her. In <laughs> just <laughs> love her.
2: <laughs> we, Dylan. I mean, I used to, when I was pregnant with Eleanor, I would like, we would work from my bed. I'd I do, mean, get in the bed. Like, Hello, needed to learn boundaries. (laughs) You can have
0: one employee without boundaries. That's the rule. That's true. You can have one where there's no boundaries. That's the rule. And she's still with me. One non-employee, you're just a little treat for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What is one thing that you wish people knew about you?
2: Mm. That like, I don't know why, just like got me. Mm -hmm. That I care so deeply I really care. And I like, I'm so moved by that with everything and and things really affect me because I'm such a heart leader that I do this and I, I work the way that I work and I mom the way that I mom because I want to make an impact. Like I want to really share that there's another way of doing things and that we can do it with really finding this, like this love for ourselves, and exuding that love with everything that we do. And I think, you know, I've, I've had so many things said to me, which I have pretty thick skin as sensitive as I am. And I don't really let things bother me like I used to, but I think people assume certain things have been handed to me. And and by the way, I give two fucks about that. However, I think the most important thing about me is the depths of my soul. Like I I feel like I'm scratching the surface of that.
1: Thank you for sharing Mm that. It feels like that. Yeah, it truly does. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's so nice. So beautiful to see. And, I cry whenever people. Cry. <laughs> we both have like a
2: tear on our. Lips. I have
0: like I, yeah, like two tears, I, and it like gets through in. the makeup, so it's like my tan <laughs> um, like cuts through my, my my bronzer. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's like oh my god when yeah sometimes it's like when things look so perfect or look so easy or look so curated or looks all these things it's like oh I wish you knew everything. I wish you knew the layers of it. I wish you knew what it takes. Just like, yeah, how much do you care? Like, I feel like that sometimes too. I'm like, God, I wish you even knew. Like, I really fucking care. Yeah. And I really care about what I do and how I impact people. And, you know, it's not for nothing. Like, it's, and it's not just for the things. It's like, this is a calling. It's a calling. It's a calling.
2: It's literally called me. Yes. A hundred percent. I never new. I mean, sure, I had like ounces of visualizations, but the more I aligned my actions to meet things I desired in my life is where the unfolding happened Mm -hmm. and where I believe it happens. When you're in that flow of really connecting to that True alignment with yourself, because I faked it for so long, and I was good at faking it. Mm -hmm. I still am.
0: (laughs) You guys are the best.
2: I'm the best. This has been no, we're the best (laughs) best friends ever. Ever. You don't
0: even love you. Don't tell me twice. (laughs) I love you in my fucking pocket.
1: (laughs) But I feel like you know there are always going to be people who assume and think certain things, but. To the level of impact, success, reach, and really positive influence you have, it's hard to do that without actually caring. Yeah. Like it's, totally. it really is hard, you know? Yeah, and yeah. People can buy followers. They can do all they want. They can do all the things. But right. like, you know, and I'll kick myself when I rewatch this, but it's all energy. It's very important, especially as you are building something like you are that is going to change people's lives if you are doing so from a place that's not in alignment it wouldn't be where it is today i agree with that so like yeah i just i just wanted to reflect that because to the people who like also care it's like oh i
0: i feel that deeply from you yeah in your work yeah thank you and with social media you can tell yeah that's i'm so grateful for it is like oh it's it's a whole thing, but it's like, I'm so, I have so much gratitude because you can tell. Yes. And even like going back to, you know,
2: comparison or embodying yes. other people, like energy and intentions, you can't, yeah, yeah. you can't fake them out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. 100%.
1: Which is nice. And <laughs> uh, yeah. 100%. Sometimes I'm like, or, she's going to, she, she's not like, yeah, by not, the way, <laughs> that's not going to work. Tax. You can.
2: For a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Short period. The longevity yes. won't live on because it's not in here. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Completely.
0: That's like where it's, yeah, just watching our space because you've been in the space a while. We've been in the space a minute. It's like this, you know, probably the same maybe. It's like you can kind of see when it hurts me when people are inauthentic. Like, like, and it's actually a thing I need to like work on in therapy because it hurts me so much where I'm like, oh my God, they're not who they say they are. They're not who they act like they are, but I'm like, it's all going to shake out. It'll all work out, you know. Like what? Do, I don't know what I want from it, but it can be painful. It can, and it always reveals itself. Yeah, always. always. You guys want to know the name? <laughs> 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 we got the name. Check the me. show notes. Literally. <laughs> 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 um, okay, last question, sweetie. Um, what are you really excited about right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what is like just like making you lighting you up? Hey, Brett, you can't share anything about your no. next step. Dillus, <laughs> <laughs> <Honestly, laughs> yeah, I I, like, I
1: like,
2: this is annoying. And I feel like if I heard someone say this years ago, I'd be like, oh, you're so annoying. I am so excited about life. It's uh-huh. the mm-hmm. best. I just feel so much enthusiasm for all of the things that I'm doing. And even, you know, the days where I have like endless meetings, back to backs, like the things that we are working on, I am just like, I look forward to every day. Yeah. And even my days, sometimes I'm like, how am I going to do that? And and you know what I'll tell you? Because this has been, oh my, just like a roller coaster of a week. And I literally was like, oh my God, how am I gonna go to the pot? And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. And I was like, you say yes to only things that work in, in your day. And it's funny because like even having this conversation with Dill coming up the elevator, she's like, this is gonna, this is like what you need. This is exactly
0: Deli. what I needed. <laughs> yes, I, no, I'm telling you for real. It was oh. funny on the way here, I, I intuited your trepidation. Cause I was like, I just want her to know I'm really grateful. She took the time out of her day mm-hmm. when we were in our car on the way, I was like, I, I want you to know I'm very grateful you took your time. Yeah, out truly. Today. Thank you. Yeah, I was That's, sending you that psychic message. I, I like, feel, I
2: feel it. that. Yeah, I really do. You know the power of connecting yeah. with humans yeah. that, first of all, you're inspired by, or that like mm-hmm. this has just been. It's like I'm leaving on a different high. Yeah. From this, from being around people that I'm like. Yeah. You know, I. This is. This is what I want to be around yeah. and I only surround myself with that so I know when I say yes to something that mm-hmm. you know I'm like you're going or there's a good lesson in this one yeah, so just yeah. stick it's around true. for it <laughs> you're like bitches but- <laughs> <laughs> the power of community
0: yes everything it
2: makes me I'm I'm so excited every single day
0: I know and mm-hmm. my babies
2: and my husband and I just I have a beautiful life that this I've created best. and it wasn't always this way yeah, I hated my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't like myself. Mm-hmm. And now I see the beauty in all the things. And it's just a really fucking awesome place to live.
1: It's awesome to like be present for it and not want the next thing. Yes. There I we, don't, I mean, I could literally go. list off That's a million amazing. things.
2: We're working on this. First of all, I'm not a goal oriented person. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a goal. <laughs> what sense that? I don't have goals. That's perfect. I have desires. Yeah. I have deep and desires. like visions. Yes.
1: Like I feel like you're a visionary. I am. Yes. I'm
2: definitely a visionary. But like for me, it's like you can taste a desire.
1: Yeah, you
2: feel it. You're. Like, I really love mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. and I like to move towards desires, but I love to be right here. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Love Ooh. that.
0: That's so beautiful.
1: Thank Thanks you for, for being here. I love I you. You. you.
0: Love, love you. Me. This is fun. It was longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a joy and a delight. We'll yes. Literally. Yes. Literally. No, I, know. I don't. We <laughs> do it. such weird shit at the end of <laughs> podcast. You guys at we'll the podcast. We'll put like, end. our fingers in with people. We'll <laughs> well, like, <laughs> no, because like, yeah, you feel like, like I've. I'm a touchy.
2: No, I could feel I'm a touchy like we. How many times have we touched? Touchy. Yeah, I just love a little touch. Okay, and I just want to come. Do you like when people touch? Yeah, I love it. Okay, I love it because I love
0: to give just like
2: some. Energy. So, Juju. So you. You. yes
0: <laughs> Okay. We love you guys. Thank you. We'll, we'll see you later. You Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Again, you can find Melissa at Melissa Wood Health on Instagram and melissawoodhealth.com.
1: Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. You can check out all the discounts in the show notes as well as on almost30.com. You can learn more about Almost 30, what we got going on here, our membership courses and programs and so much more at almost30.com. Thank you, Melissa. We love you. Until next time, everybody. We'll We'll see see you guys soon. soon. Bye.